Greetings, everyone. And immediately no, no, not doing Hang the on. script. Cool. I, uh, <laughs> no, I, no, it's, I don't have to say the word hey necessarily every time. It's, it's just, just you were like, you greet the people. You were then, like, I need to get the script. Hold on. Salutations, all. It is I. Here we go. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I am Herr Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson. And on this Nazi-related podcast where people with German accents no, are Nazis. Okay, see, this is, this is bad. Your... <laughs> this is, that's not good. I, I wanted to get into, like, the Johann Schmidt voice. I didn't just, okay, well, the podcast has started. Go ahead. and I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. <laughs> I'm, James, I'm James Anderson, one of your other hosts. On this podcast, we're totally, completely roasting Colin right out the gate. And also, we are going through the... On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. I can promise you that I am not a fan of the Germans uh, at any wow, point in history, okay. to be clear. Hold on, I'm getting... To be a... very clear, I'm just going to go ahead and throw uh, every, that one out there. Every modern German is out. <laughs> you're, every, no, modern Germans, you're fine, actually. You're, you're, you're safe. Uh, but you know who I am a fan of? Ooh, who? I am a fan of our guest, and that is James Wilcox. James Wilcox. Hello. I know him. I, I, I was going to say I'm no hair, James, because oh, uh, <laughs> oh and very I'm good. now here, James. <laughs> James, welcome to the show. Thank, thank oh, you. Right. Okay, uh, yeah, sorry. No, this is that <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> every yeah. time. Uh, James, my co-host. Yes. From now on, we're, let's come up with a new nickname for you for the time being. Thunder. Uh, oh. What? Sure. Okay. Um, all right. So this question is for James, not Thunder. Oh, okay, great. Uh, so James, before we get into any kind of actual Marvel goodness, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about you know what it is you know that you do in podcasting and stuff like that? Like you know, essentially, because we we all met through Bim Bim Bambino podcasters, uh, but uh, those of uh, sorry people who listen to the show who may not know who you are would like to perhaps know more about you and your podcasting career. I, I don't really feel like it. Okay. Fair so, enough. Okay. Uh, uh... Next question. Yikes. Okay. Uh, so, James, also sec second secondary question. Actually, you know, real quick, for Thunder, actually. Yes. Thunder, Boom. Question for Thunder. Thunder's in the room. Just want to see how you're doing. I'm doing great. Okay, that's good. Okay, back to James. Uh, the other question, though, that we always ask guests on their first time here uh, wait, is, wait, what wait, is wait, your... Wait. Yeah. Do you really not feel like answering that question? Or, or... <laughs> I was completely kidding, <laughs> was but like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I also am a big fan of committing to the bit, so just, I, that was I, just to roll I, with it. I asked the question, you said... Because if, if you know. James doesn't have anything to say about James's podcasting career, Thunder will take over <laughs> about James's podcasting career. See, I thought there was going to be a bit where I was going to ask this every time, and then eventually on the last episode, you would be like, all right, now I reveal my secret. Gotcha. Um, it's me, but Thunder, breaking up commitments. <laughs> breaking up commitments <laughs> like I'm an Irish <laughs> band that is better than the commitments in the movie The Commitments, so they can't make The Commitments 2, Commitments Revenge. There's a movie called. There's a movie. There. There's a movie called yeah. The Commitments. Okay. No, it's fine. We got there. So James, the, uh, the question <laughs> that I was going to ask you uh, was: well, we we can definitely come back to the first question in a bit, but since we're already committing to the bit, 
What is your Marvel history, whether that be through comics or through the MCU? Uh, just, you know, give us a little breakdown on that. Um, I read Ghost Rider in the 90s, and that was kind of the one comic I read for about two years. Uh, that was kind of it until the the Marvel films, really. Um, I started reading Matt Fraction when his Iron Man run. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was it's mostly been the films, though. I, like, comics, I kind of I kind of missed the comics like mm-hmm. animated stuff. On TV in the '90s, I kind of dipped in and out of. Yeah, but I was always more of a Batman guy, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't really get on board with with Marvel until the films. Hell yeah! So, just real quick to follow up. So, you would say that primarily, one of your primary trainings and backgrounds in the Marvel universe is people in the Marvel universe who are primarily uh, uh, skinless skulls. Yeah, actually, it, that Great. that does Just, fit. That's, that'll come into play later. Yeah, wow. You know, I hadn't really thought about that. <laughs> I hadn't put those two together. I was like, where is this going, Thunder? Um, but, uh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, that's, hey, no one knows where Thunder's going. <laughs> I liked the panic right before the, the kaboom of not knowing where the joke that time was going to go. So you just did the sound effect. That's very good. Um I'm liking this this decision. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well that's that's uh, that's perfect. Um, so I think again I'm going to commit to the first bit, and mm-hmm. we're going to come back to the podcasting question wow. on a on another episode, All right. um, or perhaps at the end when we go, hey, tell us where to find your stuff. Um, but uh, for the time being, we are starting officially the very first episode. Of Captain America. Cap 1. Cap of, sorry, yes, of Cap 1, to be very, because I guess, yeah, you're right. We have done a scene in Cap 2. Right. This scene is from Captain America, the first Avenger, starting at 3 minutes and 38 seconds, and we're going to stop at 8 minutes and 10 seconds. So already just a nice, hefty chunk of time. Uh, You really love to see those after having done so many very short scenes in 1931. (laughs) So, this scene starts off with a nice little Chiron at the bottom. Tonesburg, Norway, March 1942. What's Wait up? Wait a minute. Tonesburg? Is that... that yeah, it's very interesting familiar. that you, that you brought hmm. that up. It seems familiar. It's almost as if we've been here before. And it's almost as if we're going to be back. <laughs> it's, that's one of those locations that we like to mention where they just... They keep bringing it back up. Braxton, Oklahoma. Um, Tonesburg, Norway. Mm-hmm. New York City, New York. Small towns that get big because of Marvel. And that's all. Of course, yeah. They all need that that little Marvel push, right? Um, so uh, in this scene, though, we see that Chiron, and then a young man rushes into a building as explosions are heard. Uh, he rushes rushes in and meets a older man, and they speak to to each other in Norwegian. There is no translation. Uh, the whole building begins to shake. The rumbling ends, and the entire front of the building is battered down, killing the young man instantly. The tank pulls back as a car with a Hydra logo on the front of it rolls up. Very, um, like, classic Rolls-Royce type situation, you know? Mm-hmm. But instead of the little, like, it's like that little coin-like thing that you put on the very tip of the, the long point of the car. Like, what if the Condoville Condoville was, was uh, yeah, Madam yeah, yeah. Hydra? What'd you, did, you, did you address me as Thunder? No, I just said the condom because he said the Oh, the, the condom. Tip, gotcha, so. gotcha. Uh, Sorry. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, you know, in a way. The, the car phalactic, if we will. 
I um, like that very much. That's that is good. I don't. Um, okay. Well, okay. Never mind him. So, yep. So the tank pulls back. Okay. So we see black leather boots, black pants, and a long flowing black coat walking with swagger into the building. Some soldiers are moving some stuff around, and then he walks in and he says, "It has taken me a long time to find this place. You should be commended." He tells the soldiers to help him up. Uh, sorry, by him I mean the old man that they that we met in the building. Sorry. I think that you are a man of great vision, and in this we are very much alike. Filch, uh, nope, sorry, oh, the Norwegian yep, man yep, yep. Uh, says, I am nothing like you. Schmidt admits that this is true, and they both know that what some call superstition, they know to be science. The man says that it's just a myth what he's looking for, but Schmidt asks, why bother trying to conceal it? If it's a myth, of course. Right. right? So he easily pushes the sarcophagus open that the you know multiple men were struggling to open, <laughs> and he pulls out a little frosty cube, and he says the tesseract was the jewel of Odin's treasure room, and then he drops the cube and it just shatters into a million pieces. Tic tacs go everywhere. Others, pretty much. <laughs> others look on in confusion. Uh, you know, it it is kind of fun because I know it's glass, but it looks like ice in that moment. Mm. And I'm like, it kind of looks like the good ice, you know, that you get like mm-hmm. a little chipped sure. ice. Yeah, and sure. I was like, and I'm like, ooh, forbidden ice. <laughs> um, and uh, he says, it is not something someone buries. Mm. Uh, so the man tells him that he can't help Schmidt, but Schmidt tells him perhaps not. But maybe you can help your village or people and your family, right? Basically, just being like, hey, sure, you could not help me. I could just kill everyone, though. And he's like, okay, yep, all right, my bad. I guess I will help you. The tank, of course, turns turns, you know, towards the city uh, as he's you know, gesturing about all this stuff. So he gestures to the tree of Yggdrasil, the tree of life. Schmidt admires it and then ends up finding a snake with a different eye. He presses it in and pulls out a secret compartment. It gives off a mighty blue glow throughout the room. He says, and the Fuhrer digs for trinkets in the desert. Hmm. You have never seen this, have you? And he says, it is not for the eyes of ordinary men. Exactly. And he closes it. Give the order to open fire. So, you know, immediately after saying, you know, I'll save your family if you've given me this thing. He just immediately goes back on it because he's evil. Now, he didn't say, if you give it to me, I won't kill them. He just says, I could kill them now if you, you know, give it to me. I could just kill them now. I think perhaps I, I have Matt Murdock on speed dial. We'll get we'll get uh, Schmidt out of this. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Charlie Cox is just like, why are you calling me? It's it's like, what's it's five like, hours? Uh, uh, Twenty fifteen. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I was gonna say it's like three in the morning for him right, right now, and he's like, why? Uh, he's like, you know, I'm also not a real lawyer, right? We're like, no, no, no. You you are. It's fine. Isn't it? Uh, so, what's that, James? Isn't it? I mean, Thunder, sorry. Oh, yep. Oh, in it, yeah. Yeah, because he's British. Uh, ooh, see, that was close. I almost ooh. did the wrong thing. I mean, I did do the wrong thing, but I corrected it. So anyway, the, here's how the scene ends. Uh, he, so he tells them to open fire. Uh, the man, knowing that his and many lives will end shortly, uh, he gets in one last word. Fool, you cannot control the power you hold. You will burn. Johann Schmidt fires back with, I already have, and then actually fires back and puts a bullet in the Tesseract's guard. We see him adjust his jaw, and the camera tilts down to his hydra pin, now covered in fresh blood as the tanks fire upon the city. That is the scene. Uh, we do have some Avengers Ensemble to get so to in a much, moment. So much. But before we do that, James, our guest, I would love to know your thoughts on the scene, your thoughts on 
the man himself, Johann Schmidt, uh, on the Tesseract, whatever you've got, I want to hear everything that's going on in that beautiful brain of yours. With well, relation off, to <laughs> Captain America, the first Avenger, and the... the... <laughs> Not oh, everything. Oh yeah, you don't you don't yeah, have yeah. enough bleeps to yeah, yeah. Oh, to yeah, cover yeah, no, 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 the yeah, rest sorry. of my <laughs> nonsense. Yeah, again about those things. Yeah. Uh, every time you said tesseract, I, my my brain just went to testicle. So that's uh, where I'm at, and mm-hmm. that's that's my thing. I, that's um, what I call mine. Though I call them my tesseracts. Oh. <laughs> I put a plural on there. Is there yeah. wrinkles right. in time? <laughs> Jay, the thunder, angle thunder, thunder, that was very good. Thank you. I'm sorry, um, I just want to really... Uh, just I really love quick, this nickname. Uh, I said the angle of your de-angle, and uh, I really wanted <laughs> to make sure that people heard that one. Cause, uh, I did not, but that's really yeah. good. Thank you. This is a swiftly tilting podcast. I don't know. Uh, hey. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to make You shouting out my favorite Madeline Lingle book is only going to make me love you more. So, please continue <laughs> to shout okay, out. That's, that's, the, that's the only thing I know. I never read it. Um, yeah, it's great. With regards to, the, I haven't watched this movie probably since I first saw it, which would be close to ten years ago. So mm. I was just like, "Oh wow, he goes into a tomb. That seems kind of disrespectful." But I guess that's kind of, you know, <laughs> that's kind of the least of this guy's <laughs> worries at this point, right? O- only to then be, "Oh right, it's not in there. I forgot all about." Like I, I, I basically remember nothing. And I didn't watch the whole movie. I just watched these particular scenes for the moment. I was like, Correctly "You know done. what? I don't, I don't want to inform." My my opinions on the rest of of the the other scenes and stuff. So I'm, I'm just gonna watch, except for those weird moments where I got tiny head Steve or big head Steve on tiny body. But mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. It's hard not to watch those scenes. Man. You know what I mean? Like it's fu- it's fun. I was just like skipping through, and I'm like, wait, what the hell? Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> Serum. Who is the? Oh yeah, right. Of course. But yeah, I didn't make a ton of notes. Like I was just like I was just kind of like captured by the scene. Like I'm like, oh man, oh and there's there's all the the Norse stuff that I love so much and. But I didn't. I didn't. Nothing really leapt out at me because I'm like, wait. I thought he was already Red Skull at this point, and I'm like, oh no. Of course, you got to save that for later in the movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> forgot. The theme of these first. Uh, hey, we're recording this on April twenty third, twenty twenty two. The first four episodes that uh, we're gonna talk with James about. Um, oh, by the way, just real quick, James is our uh, Red Skull expert. Um, I have mm-hmm. given him all of the Red Skull scenes, so. Um, I have thought of uh, calling because James is, if I may, uh, a librarian. If I may reveal your secret, uh, uh, I thought of calling him the well-read skull, um, which is kind of fun. <laughs> that's very. That's that's good. I, okay. Yeah. Um, they're so coy about this red skull thing throughout all four of these scenes that we're going to talk about tonight. They're like, oh, and then the camera goes away. Oh, and then they turn off yeah. the light. It's like, oh, they, we see them see him, but we don't see him. Mm-hmm. It's like. Because we all know, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, no. I mean, it. I think that's a fun thing, though. Oh, right? for is sure. Like, is is teasing the thing that we all know, but they don't yet. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think that's always a, a a really enjoyable thing. I I don't remember what this was in, but I know that I talked on a podcast not that long ago about like the Spider Man video game, mm-hmm. where uh, you are introduced like near like probably the first 10 minutes of the game you're introduced to dr otto octavius but he's just dr otto octavius right like it's just it's just him as a man just like a normal person right (laughs) and throughout the thing you can see where he's headed you know but of course 
Peter Parker doesn't. So sure. you're like the whole time you're like, like, no, you've missed this one crucial thing and it's gonna be it's gonna affect him later and it's gonna be you know like yeah. so when the big turn happens, like the whole time you see it coming. Yeah. And they don't and it's like heartbreaking, but also it's like so satisfying. Yeah. And that's why I do love these first, you know, few scenes that we have set yeah. up is for that exact reason. Like I love the I love how much they just sort of play in that space. Yeah. Of like, oh, where are we going to do it? No, uh, not now. Uh, are we uh, going to do it? No, no, uh, no. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not, not yet. yet. Am I going to take off this white hood? I mean, uh, this. Uh, no. what? Different mm? wrong country. Same principles. Well, it's kind of the same principles, though, yeah. Um, See, but, in, yeah, in Germany, they had so, leather in the South. We had cotton uh, for whatever reason. So that's why the white hoods. Yikes. Uh Oh boy. So James, uh, I'm, I'm just sort of curious, uh, what has, so like, okay. So, you know, wanting to be the red skull expert essentially here, right? Now, what was the... I just really quick want to say <laughs> he didn't have anything to do with that. I literally was oh, really? just like, oh, I, Hmm. I, I guess I'll this have was James like a request be the like, Red Skull I'd like expert. to be on the Red Skull nah. it was It was foisted upon me, but it, it, it kind of rolls into oh. the fact that I was obsessed with Redhead through high school and college. There you so go. Redhead. It, it all fits. Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Red Skull. Right. Also Redhead in a way, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, Flaming Head, oh, I guess, well, but yeah, yeah whatever. I, uh, so that's interesting, because I was thinking like maybe this was like maybe your favorite villain or something like that, but... <laughs> I like just, now just that me the thunder the puppet master. <laughs> and see that that's what's very enjoyable to me here is that like you know thunder kept being like yeah and then we've got James coming in for all these scenes so I was like wow okay so they've already talked about it. It turns out it was just thunder making some executive decisions. Yeah, exactly. Didn't even ask if I could swim. Just tossed me right in the deep yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, just tossed so, you right in. Exactly. I have a guestion, uh, and I, as this because it's still kind of related to the scene. So we'll get to the guestion, and then we'll maybe do the Avengers ensemble. If that sounds like a a plan to folks. Oof! I hope that's a really really strong maybe. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so <laughs> oh, here we go. Wow. So this okay. question is for both James and Thunder. Oh, nice Thunder. You can you can both play in the space. Uh, what is a treasure that you think you could keep relatively safe and hidden? Should you be asked to do so? And it could be something, you know, as wild as the Tesseract, or it could be something much like, much less desirable, for lack of a better term. You mean, like, if you're like, I don't have the guts to, like, stand up against a Red Skull type. Mm. So I will choose a gold bar. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know how much those are actually worth right now, but I'm just saying, you know, like, if that was your, the treasure, or if it was like, maybe it's just the friends we made along the way. Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, treasure is what we make it, Colin. And like, uh, you know, uh, if the Goonies taught us ever, anything, and of course they did not, uh, it's that, uh, you know, treasure, our memories are treasure. Uh, but, but my answer is, of course, uh, nuclear codes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'd hide I hide them in spreadsheets say, <laughs> where no one can find them. Mm, yeah. If if uh, memories are treasure, I'm shit out of luck because okay, can I cuss on this? Yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, okay. No. Oh. Oh. Okay. Just this once. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I have I have a steel trap mind that is rusted over and full of holes. So memories would not be the one. Exactly where they will look I, first. <laughs> in the holes. Well. <laughs> Cavity search. Because I, I was gonna say I, could, I would hide it in my butt if it's the right kind of treasure. But there you go, like your memories. Look there. That you're hiding your yeah. butt. 
<laughs> that's where I keep all my memories. It's, it's butt, butt specific memories, and that's oh, where I also store up, them. Growing up, when kids would like, you know, tease you and be like, up your button around the corner, you were like, oh, not a bad idea. Actually, hmm. You took that literally. <laughs> you know what, actually? Perhaps I will do that. Uh, and uh, just because I thought about this when we were talking about, like, you know, what could the treasure be kind of thing, right? Uh, and that is, is if you have something that you own or that you have, or maybe you have had, maybe you don't have it anymore kind mm-hmm. of thing. But if you had to choose something in your life to be your treasure, like your, so like instead of protecting someone else's treasure, right? In this case, you are Odin. Mm. What to you is now your treasure? James, please go first. Um, is this where I say some bullshit like my kids or something? Damn it. Fuck. No, it doesn't have to be, <laughs> doesn't have to be something God as damn like, it. touching as that. <laughs> You were going to say some ridiculous stuff, and I was like, oh, I was just going to say my kids. <laughs> Thunder. That's the treasure we found along the way. I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking material girl situation. Oh, the single material, material girl. girl. Yeah. <laughs> say <Yeah>. my single. <laughs> we are living oh, in a material world. I think I, the the thing I miss most from my childhood that I would love to have that is, I don't know where it is, like my sister might have it, it might be in a basement or an attic somewhere, but my old Nintendo, my NES, that would be mm. like sentimental value only. Obviously, I could ROM it, but I wouldn't Nintendo, don't worry. No piracy in this house. Wink. Nope. <laughs> um, but like, I, yeah, just like it was It was one of those, the, the front load ones, it was a pretty early early version of the system it was a piece of crap after the eight years or so that i brought it up and downstairs and sure but did nintendo make an nes that loaded from the top yeah it was a 1990 or 91 it was pretty late in the life cycle and it was it had like (laughs) like bone shaped controllers so you didn't you know tear apart your hands and stuff gross how do you know you've played if you don't have calluses all over your hands i mean like uh, mine would be my magic cards that I got rid of when I quit magic the first time. And then now I would really mm. love to have back because I got to do it in like 95. And there, I might, there might be some good stuff in there. But we got rid of it because I was like, sense. hey, let's get rid of stuff. Then uh, I wanted them back. And then I never got rid of anything again. Hoarder. Uh, you know, kind of on a similar note, I think for me, it's not something that I still have. Although... This right now mm-hmm. is honestly a pretty great treasure. This little That's Spider-Man, a good finger. Uh, oh, yeah. Figurine. It's kind of, it's not, hang on. Let me. Every time you point over there, I think you're bit, talking right? about the A and and nothing else. No, the A is, the A sign is very cool. I have a light up Avenger sign, sorry, to be very clear. I thought it was the finger. Um, but, uh, you yeah, know, this, this like, the Spider-Man oh, figurine that is. Oh, you're the audience. I was like, um, yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I think that's very cool. Um, but, uh. I also think, though, that I have a, well, sorry, somewhere in my parents' house, I do have a bunch of, like, old first-generation and maybe second-generation Pokemon cards that I'm sure a lot of them are actually worth a lot of money at this point, Um, although they weren't exactly all stored in the best way either, so maybe they're not worth much anymore. But I will say that I don't remember the kid's name, but there was a kid who stole my uh like f- like first edition first printed holographic charizard card mm. and ever since i was a child that's been my favorite pokemon like 
I knew even at that age, I think I got it when I was like eight or whatever. I was like, this is worth something. This is like, this is a good card. And I kept it very safe. And then Gary Oak uh, I had, came into yeah, a Weezer EP that, that the same thing happened. I lent it to my friend and then he just kept it. Never gave yeah. it back. And I was like, uh, that was mine. I bought it at the store. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, yes, you do. Now, I ain't gonna lie to you. The boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? Tangents. Anyway, that's all that I've got. Love it. So, Righteous. James, why don't you hit us with some, some info on this scene? Nope, sorry. Thunder. <laughs> Great. Okay, I have I some. I mean, James like, James didn't didn't do coming <laughs> If, I, if James was like, I don't have any of these notes, we're like, go to, go to IMDb. <laughs> Just real figure quick. Figure it out. All right. So here we go. This is Captain America, the first Avenger, here to, here to, here forth known as Cap One. It is a 2011 superhero mm-hmm. film. Superhero is funny. It means that I definitely copy and pasted this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is the fifth film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the fifth installment of Phase One, because that's how... That kind of stuff normally works, George Lucas. Uh, it was released on July 22nd, 2011 and July in the, in the United States and on July 29th internationally. It was directed by Joe Johnston, uh, who, as always in reverse IMDb order, uh, he'll be directing the new uh, Narnia movie because those movies aren't done being made, apparently. Uh, the Silver Chair has just been announced. Um, uh, he directed Frog the stomp. Nutcracker. What's that? Frog Stomp. Silver chair. Silver got chair. It. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 We got it. Yep. Yep. That space really, really messes with me. Um, <laughs> uh, he directed the the Nutcracker and the Four Realms, which is uh, the movie that my daughter watched at her first sleepover, um, and very little else. Um, so the, he also directed Jurassic Park three, one episode of mm. Young Young Indiana Jones, October Sky, Jumanji, the live action portion of the Page Master, The Rocketeer, and his first film. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which was Whoa. quite the revelation to me. Cool. Yeah. Um, so you know how Steve is, like, small? Yeah. He has experience. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, He's like, honey, I shrunk the superhero. <laughs> uh, it was written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who we've previously talked about when we talked about uh, Cap 2 and Thor 2. And now mm-hmm. let's get into some actors. Well, now let's start talking about some actors. Forgot who I was talking near. Um, (laughs) uh, Johan Schmidt, who I will refuse to call by any other name until I see Skull, Mm -hmm. uh, is played by Hugo Weaving. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, I don't know know why that was so funny, but it was. Gotta send Skull. (laughs) Until he starts dangling Skull, I'm not not going to... say the words um he was in the hobbit one and three he was in legend of the guardians the owls of gahul which is has one of my gahul i guess you have to say because they're owls um he was in transformers <laughs> one through three happy feet one and two really yep what was he in transformers one through wasn't three wasn't he megatron isn't i think tony was like uh hugo weaving i think he was megatron. Was he, he, really? he was shia labeouf that's mm-hmm. how good he is oh i see Motion cap, I got it. Megatron, yeah. He was the that's Megatron. insane. Yeah. I somehow did not know that. He's that's cool. Hugo Wallace weaving. Ayo. Um, 
which probably means something. Um, and he was born in Nigeria. Huh, very interesting. Uh, that wasn't on my notes. Now let's get back to my notes. Uh, this is just like being in my own head. This is wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he was in V for Vendetta as the title character. Um, and he was in oh, right. Lord of the Rings 1 through 3, Matrix 1 through 3, and mm. Babe 1 and 2. Um, he was uh, as babe. He was no. not. He was, uh, he was, <laughs> what, God, what's that guy's name? I want to make the joke. James, the guy. He was the, 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 hey, way to go, pig. You know, that guy. Anyways, uh, he was the farmer. No, 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 no. That's, that, I was joking. I was doing the same joke <laughs> you did about, uh, Shia, but that James did about Shia. Oh, Lepin. okay. Yeah. Now I yeah. understand. Okay. Now he was one of the animals. It. Like, uh, that was about to be a revelation yeah. for me because I was like, <laughs> I did not think that he was the farmer. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was about to blow my That'll mind. That'll do, pig. Um, <laughs> uh, the Tower Keeper is what his credit is as, is played by David Bradley. Uh, he was in three episodes of Doctor Who, only six episodes of Game of Thrones, wildly, but he was a big, sort of huge character in that. Uh, two episodes of the Sarah Jane Adventures, which is a Doctor Who spinoff, Harry Potter's one through six and eight. Um, he was in Hot Fuzz, The World's End, and four episodes of World Without End, which is different from The World's End because one is uh, a, what's his name? Crap. Oh, Simon Pegg yeah, and yeah. Nick Frost? Right. So The World's End is, is a Simon Pegg-Nick Frost uh, movie mm -hmm. about the end of the world. And World Without End is the sequel to Pillars of the Earth, which we've talked about because Haley oh, Atwell okay. was the main, oh. one of the main people in pillars of the earth also my wife and i were talking about it uh that's when you talk about like last names and how they used to like describe sort of what you looked like or what you did or whose dad who was who was your daddy um that that is the work that i think of the most is is pillars of the earth because they do that very well where it's like oh yeah john over there wait which john tall john or white hair john oh john white hair over there i'm like well that's his name forever um so uh <laughs> my my last name wilcox then Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So, mm -hmm. what is your actual last name then? <laughs> Wilcox. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Wow. So it just happened to be like kismet, like just yeah, worked out perfectly. Kiss yeah. Mo most people okay. don't kiss it when they meet it, but yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe they will, huh? Um, Maybe they will now. It's the dream. All right. So, uh, Hydra Lieutenant, uh, which I decided he was in this scene. I'm not really sure why. Anyways, there, if, there's a Hydra Lieutenant, and uh, he's played by okay. this guy named Peter Stark. He was in uh, Mission Impossible 5, Sherlock Holmes 2, that is the Rubber Downey Jr. one, uh, X-Men First mm -hmm. Class. I didn't put a number on that one, mm. even though I'm being cute about that, because yeah. I don't know what, you know. Uh, and then he was in one episode of Band of Brothers, like many other people in this movie, just one episode. Um, Jan, J-A-N, I think is the dude that gets crushed by the wall at the beginning. Uh, the young man that starts, that's like, whatever. Makes sense. Um, he was Makes played sense. by a guy named Merrick Orovetch, we're going to say, uh, who was in one episode of Killing Eve. He was in the Brad Pitt tank movie based on the comic book, uh, which was called Fury, which is wild that it was a comic book called Fury, but it was, the tank was called Fury. It wasn't about Nick Fury. And uh, one episode of the <laughs> TV show Torchwood, which is like Doctor Who but also Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and horny. And, and horny, right. Horn, Very horny. true. Um, 
And then I just want to really quick talk about Alan Silvestri, uh, just in case in a future scene, uh, Colin says that he really likes Alan Silvestri. Right. Just in case that might happen in like four scenes. Right. Um, yeah. So. Who, uh, who knows? Who, who, who knows? I mean, like just, just guessing, just guessing. So uh, that is a composer of the music for this movie. Um, in this scene, uh, the, the song is called Schmidt's Treasure. Composers love it when you call their work songs. Um, <laughs> Alan Menken's probably fine with it. Uh, so Alan Silvestri did the music for Get Ready to Hear, a bunch of movies you've heard of. Back to the Future, 1 through 3, Flight of the Navigator, Predators 1 and 2, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Mac and Me, who you know from Paul Rudd being on t- places. Wow. Young Guns That's amazing, 2, actually. not Young Guns 1, I checked, uh, Soap Dish, which starred Robert Downey Jr., Father of the Bride mm. 1, 2, and 3, 3 being the Zoom thing they did when people were doing Zoom things, uh, Fern Gully, Death Becomes Her, The Bodyguard, Sidekicks, which is a Chuck Norris movie that I love but no one else seems to have heard of. Yeah, uh, it's got a Winnie Cooper. Not Winnie Cooper. Wow. Uh, yeah. Danica McKellen? Yeah. Isn't she in it? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Not not important. Not Alan Silvestri. It's a great movie, and I love it yes. very much, and clearly I know everyone that was in it. <clears throat> um, Super Mario Bros., Forrest Gump, Judge Dredd, wow. The Quick and the Dead, Eraser, Contact, The Parent Trap, the Lindsay Lohan 1, Stuart Little 1 and 2, Reindeer Games, which is a movie that I really like but no one else seems to. Castaway, The Mexican, The Mummy Returns, Serendipity, Lilo and Stitch, Identity, G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra, Night at the Museums 1 through 3, The Avengers, and Avengers Endgame. And that was a partial list of stuff Alan Silvestri has done. Fuck you, John Williams. Haven't heard of any of them. Weird. Whoa, hey. Hey. (laughs) We can support two kings, okay? But no one supports my buddy Alan over here. Not even Alan Menken, who's a fellow Alan. Alan Menken, a Alan Silvestri, Alan. the James Anderson and James Wilcox of composers. I've always said that. You know, the issue here is is that <laughs> the, the, the reason why they don't get along, I think, is because one of them refuses to be the one that takes the nickname. Mm-hmm. No, because one of those Alans is Lightning, uh-huh. for sure. <laughs> Wait, which one? Lightning Menken. Lightning Menken. Probably. We got it. There it is. Because I don't think Lightning Sylvester. Well, actually, Lightning Sylvester sounds does, like um, a gangster, and that is true. That does actually. You know what? I take it back. Sylvester is definitely What's funny the nickname is one. Thunder Sylvester like, sounds a like a name. brute, like Lightning Sylvester's brother who beats you up. Like yeah. <laughs> you either pay Lightning your money or Thunder. <laughs> thunder will destroy yeah. you. The Sylvester twins. <laughs> oh, Thunder Lightning, the old one too. I, I like Maybe this the one. Allen twins. So. I am Thunder. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I like I like the idea that they are twins. Uh, that Thunder and Lightning are gangsters. They are Alan Menken and Alan Silvestri, and they are twins because they have the same first name. I really love all of this mm-hmm. that we're weaving together. Hugo weaving Hugo together. Hugo weaving together. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to it. <laughs> That's Best payback, trick. which Alan Silvestri may have done the music for. I'm not sure. I didn't see it. <laughs> Alan Silvestri, though, it's interesting. I knew about, I don't know, maybe two-thirds of the ones that you'd mentioned. There were some that were surprising to yeah. me. Uh, but like the dude puts out some real bangers. Yeah. I mean, he's got some fucking great tunes. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Uh, you, you know what though? Actually, what? I wonder who wrote Marvel Phase Three Studio Tag. I wonder the current Marvel Studios theme. Is it Michael G, right? Michael G. Oh, Michael G yeah. did. Because there there was an old one, too. We should learn his name. <laughs> Giacchino? Yeah. 
done. Great. Just, just, just call it. him. Check just call him Mick G. It's fine. Mick G. Right? Oh, I mean, no one's I got Mick G. That you knew. I assumed you knew. I thought you were just shorting it. For James, fun. I just really want to say, in my life, only I have ever made Mick G references <laughs> that I know of <laughs> since the '90s. I made a Mick G reference that got cut or wasn't recorded for the Finish It episode that we were on. Um, oh, no, it, was, we were, it wasn't recorded because Colin's uh, light was on too bright, and so he looked like he was in a Mick G video. So I just want to uh, to say that... That's right. I was like, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> yeah. What is that from? That's what that James was James and I are the same, only my inhibitions are James's alt Twitter account and uh, vice versa. Wildly. And my, my main Twitter account, too. <laughs> and sure. your main Twitter account and everything in between, um, which is actually the Twitter handle for James's alt <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> hey, actually, you know, real quick, since we're talking about Alan Silvestre, I just want to yeah. point something out that's really kind of cool about him. So I was trying to figure out um, who wrote the first tag for the studio. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I cannot find that information out. But what is fun is that while I was looking up uh, music of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, it states Alan Silvestri was the first composer to work on multiple MCU films. Um while Brian Tyler was the first composer to reference the work of another MCU composer when he quoted Silvestri's Captain America March in his score for Thor The Dark World. Right. So that is when, pretty cool. When uh, Loki becomes Thor. That's hilarious. Right. Or, no, when Loki you becomes mean, Captain America. That's hilarious. Yeah. Because that would be an interesting choice. He becomes Thor and then they play wait. Captain America music. <laughs> wait, who? Wait, this music sounds so wrong. It's, but so right. I would like right. to see Chris Hemsworth playing off of another Chris Hemsworth, but one of them has Tom Hiddleston's voice. I think that'd be really great. That's not what happens in the scene in any way, but... uh, But I know what you mean. That's all all I got for... uh, for, um, I almost said music of 1931, which is (laughs) Oh, God, no, please. (laughs) We're past But bringing it... Because James was such a fan of music of 1931, we're going to bring it back. I'm just going to tell a long (laughs) story about uh, some sadness. Um... No, that no. Um, that is it for. I thought you were being serious for a second. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Music, I'm, 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 I'm. music of 1931. Beautiful. The entire mm-hmm. run of Agents of Shield that goes mm-hmm. on for approximately 600 hours somehow. You Listen, know. James. Listen, probably I, you only know what? 67 or or maybe even 64 hours. Here's here's the good news though for you, <laughs> is we actually have not mentioned it on the show yet. We did mention it on finish on this show. Yeah, yeah. We did mention it on finish it. We were going to wait until we actually hit a time period where it comes up. But since you're here, I want you to be maybe, I think, the first one to truly know that we have actually changed how we are going to be handling TV shows from now on because of what happened with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. All right. Uh, the best part about it is, just like I said, I'm finish it, was that after we recorded the last episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we had a conversation, like, we were like, and done. And then I went, is there a way we could fix it so that we don't do this same thing again? And, of course, having that conversation way too late. But uh, we do have a new system, yep. um, which is that from now on, when we uh, get to a TV show, um, because, you know, with a movie, yes, it is a, a long, you know, a longer structure than, like, an episode of TV is. However, you get the full story in one chunk of time. Whereas a season of TV takes place over way longer and they do a lot more cutaways, right? So to avoid this this issue, we're going to continue to do movies scene by scene. uh, But TV shows will now be done by what happens within a day, Um, which is going to be great because some TV shows, it's like two or three episodes is one full day. 
Um, and so that took us from Captain Carter being a three and a half year uh, oh, session oh, 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 oh. down to like three months. Yeah. For two if, seasons. If even, I think. Manageable. Yeah. yeah. yeah for, for two full seasons. So like it's going to go much faster now. Not two episodes of TV. Two, I'm sorry. Not two episodes. Two seasons. Yeah. So like you know like I want to I want to reiterate that one just for the listeners back at home. So like you're not gonna get stuck in anything. It's it's not even three months. It's mid November through the end of January of the next of 2023, and then we're mm. done with Captain Carter. In it's a so it's like two, two months. Two months yeah. then. Yeah. So two and a half months. Yeah. Something. Perfect. So, yeah. So happy now. No. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. Make it shorter. No. Um, All right, just start so skipping around. Shot. Just don't even follow <laughs> the... That's what this why is. Have, why have a time? Why have chronology? <laughs> you know, just throw it all out. James, that's a Wait a minute. I'll just sort this by... Um, okay, so shall I do some social media real quick where I talk about Patreon? Yeah, let's do that. Great. All right. So I want to talk to you about the Patreon, which is you can find at patreon.com slash the scavengers network on there. You can find all sorts of bonus content, such as Timeline Scavengers annual number one colon 1931. Um, in the future, other Timeline Scavengers annuals. Um, I'm getting really jazzed up to do another one at the end of the year because there's some good characters we meet this this year. Um Mm-hmm. You can also find stuff like me ranking the uh, various uh, gag reels of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Um, or f- if you want to go further back, uh, I did a live note take of a uh, Sharknado movie which starred someone that was in Can't Hardly Wait. Um, it was a time travel Sharknado movie, so I wasn't not going to. Um, so, and it was weird, yeah, how could you weird not? and bad. Yeah. Weird, weird and Weird and weird wasn't bad it was bad yeah so um those are things that uh you can find on there uh you can find stuff from colin uh doing bonus episodes bonus videos other people doing bonus videos um yeah so patreon.com slash the scavenger network two dollars a month or more can get you access to all of the bonus content that is on there and all the bonus content that will be on there as long as you do the two you know you know how patreon works so um, <laughs> but I think that's going to do it. Colin, is there anything else that needs to be gone over other than who we are and where we're going? Nope, that's Great. it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the first episode about Captain America, the first Avenger, which appears in all caps on the spreadsheet. I am James Thunder Anderson. Thunderson. And I'm Colin Parker. And I'm Alan Silvestri Wilcox. Ooh. Excel Seal. Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.